Hi, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Release. I'm your host, Adriana, and I am so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. And you have been taking the time for 20 whole episodes. Oh my god, this is so exciting. Um, We are on the last episode of season two. Thank you so much. I am very honored and grateful that people actually listen to me talk. Um, I am honored and grateful that you guys actually get what I'm saying because the point, the whole point of this is for me to be able to provide some sort of tools for healing to put to be vulnerable so that that raw honesty will help somebody else be honest with themselves so they can see where they're being too hard on themselves and they can say this this human life is really it's really not that deep you don't need to inflict pain on yourself by being ashamed or being guilty or hiding. The other day I saw this Pinterest um, picture quote thingy and it said if you're not speaking it you're keeping it. Is that what it said? It was basically saying that if you're not talking about your emotions you're keeping it and it gets really heavy. I did a horrible job at paraphrasing. I do not remember the exact words, but um, that's that was the general gist of it. And I'm realizing in season three, I'm already planning for season three, and we're <laughs> we're not even through this episode of season two. But for season three, I really, really, really do want to connect with my vulnerability. I really do want to talk about things that I know that other people are struggling with but I have my own hills that I'm trying to get over um but it'll be done in its time right now we're focusing on this finale episode uh, thank you guys for listening I know I already said that but thank you so much um, I've always wanted to start a podcast and when I actually did start I had a lot of nerves because I knew that having my voice um, out there, even if I was just talking about flowers, whatever it was, having my voice out there gives people the opportunity to judge my thoughts and opinions. And at first it really scared me, but I realized people are always going to judge that is what humans do we compare everything and that's okay just because they judge me doesn't make those things true just because somebody has a view of you that doesn't mean that their view of you is correct um but yeah thank you in this episode i want to talk about self-evolution and why changing as a human is 
fundamental to being a human. Um, the person that you were at five years old, if you're currently that person, unless you're a five-year-old listening, um, <laughs> the person that you were when you were five years old is not the same person that you want to be um, now at whatever age you are, assuming you're not the five-year-old, but yeah. Um, for me, change has been a topic that has come up a lot and today I'm not going to only speak on change when I talk about self-evolution it's more about um, leveling up a transformation it's about um, like I said fundamental um, cell level change um, is a way that you can put it because <clears throat> recently like this year I guess we could say most of this year has been about me yielding. It's been about me listening to myself and listening to the universe and listening to the signs around me, paying attention, um, being in the moment, um, really tapping into the conversations I'm having. What am I talking about? why is this the conversation that is popping up how is it relevant to what's going on and really taking the time to be in the moment with what is going on around me and to soak it in and just that act of yielding has really shifted the way that i look at things like this time last year um last year 2021 um, maybe not 2021 um, because we have to we have to think of the COVID year so let's say um, me this year and me in 2018 um, I when my parents allowed it which was once in a blue moon I would go to parties um, I would drink um, not that these things are bad things but I would be miserable when I went um, at first, when I went to the parties, it was the excitement of, okay, I'm finally, I'm in university, I'm in my first year, there's like, you know, there's like that rush of something new happening, and in high school, I, I didn't really go anywhere, my friends weren't, um, <laughs> my friends weren't really the um, going out type, and if my mom didn't let me go out when I was in first year university, I don't know why she'd let me go out when I was like 16, but anyway, um, it was a rush of something new and I would go and there was this anxiety because I knew that by midnight my mom would start calling and texting and asking where I am and if you've ever been to like a house party um you know especially if it is um with Nigerians with Africans or Caribbean people Caribbean people are bad but Africans are bad like they will put on the um, invite party starts at let's say party starts at 10 because of my mom I would obviously I can't say I'm going to a party that starts at 10 or 11 obviously so I have to leave a bit earlier go to my friend's house whatever or even like if I knew the people hosting the party I would go there early so let's say I'm leaving my house at like 8 7 30 p.m 
and then nobody is really getting that party starts at 10 nobody is getting there until midnight 1 a.m and then they're partying until three maybe um and then near midnight my mom would start calling me so before the party even really got into swing and people were dancing whatever whatever i would be so anxious because i'm checking the time like okay it's already 11 blah 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 whatever um and the environment of house parties now when people ask me about parties it literally makes me kind of sick um oh because of just like I I can feel my like my skin feels gross right now I'm thinking about it um I I okay first of all it is dark it is sweaty it is hot I don't like any of those things especially combined darkness is okay but then there's heat and then there's men like trying to talk to you and they're hot and they're sweaty and they're trying to offer you alcohol and you can't really go to the bathroom because there's people in the bathroom doing things and it's just oh my god it's just it's just not the it's not the environment um but i would go with my friends um and there would be that anxiety um and i would drink i don't like alcohol um anybody that does like to drink um kudos to you don't do too much um because alcohol really does fuck with your system but anyway as does any drug um but anyway um i used to just drink because it was just like a party thing whatever um but i didn't like the feeling of being out of control and i realized that was also the thing about me in parties i didn't know really what to expect obviously but it was just in an environment such a close environment with so many people that you don't know men that you don't trust i'm just gonna say this now i i mm, i don't men have to prove to me that they are trustworthy so when at this point that wasn't necessarily the case i was a lot more trusting but things have changed and times have changed so um again change (laughs) but um at that point i didn't realize that that's the feeling i was feeling it was this lookout is my intuition would be going insane because those same men that i was like i don't really like being i feel unsafe and everyone's like they're so nice like i don't like being in a room with them i feel really sticky um they would definitely they definitely turned out to be scumbags every single one of them um so i remember when i was um um in first year i went to this party no it wasn't even a party it was a quote unquote dorm party um by these guys i'm pretty sure they were in third year um and they're like oh bring your friends so i my dumbass um let's not say dumb naive um brought my friends with me um and this is like the summer before first year starts which meant that we were all um we had just turned 18 that year and if you're in third year you're what like 20 okay um fresh 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 18 like 
um my friends born the fr- two of the friends that I had with me at the time are born in June which means they had been they were freshly 18 like two months they've been 18 but anyway so we went and at that point I didn't turned off from um alcohol so I um especially around those men I just didn't really feel the need to drink and there was this um one guy and um he sort of came over to me and started talking to me and he was like oh do you want to take a walk with me and now I'm thinking about it I should have said no because it was the darkness and it wasn't even his his home his dorm so if we got locked out at night how the fuck but anyway 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 doesn't matter point is I said yes and I went outside and we walked around I don't remember what we talked about he gave me his number it was very strange I felt really weird about it but everyone's like everyone was talking about oh he's so nice he's so this he's so that blah 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 um but that same guy months later literally pushed himself on me um and tried to do things with me um and I had a a bad feeling about him from the first day I met him from the first from that first walking incident and I just was like okay it's in my mind um so I think the first the first thing about uh self-evolution is this do not doubt yourself don't you ever for a minute think that think that anybody else knows bet what's best for you than you even if you turn out to be wrong that's okay because now you can learn from your mistake now you can say okay i did this and this was the outcome therefore i will do another thing this time and hopefully that outcome is more favorable simple simple things um and i know i just said number one randomly but i am going to kind of give a list i feel like i do that in um a few episodes kind of just give a list of um steps or things or pointers or whatever you want to call them a list i like lists i like to keep things in order but yes don't doubt yourself and i would say that number two is do not measure yourself against anybody else's judgment of you don't hold yourself to anybody else's standard of you because recently um in this like i said before this uh, year the chain like the the things that have come out of just simply being in the moment and searching out things that were more aligned with me i started listening to a lot more podcasts i i am very comfortable in my own space so i really enjoy going on walks by myself i really enjoy just being in my room and meditating or watching a movie or doing yoga reading a book 
reading my tarot cards, whatever it is, but I like my own time, my own space, my own energy. I can be my crazy self in my own space. It's all great. There's nobody to judge me. But again, we remember that anybody's judgment of yourself is not the reality. That is just their view of you. It doesn't have to be correct. But anyway, back to our point. Um, I have been shifting so much and I can see the change in myself sometimes. I really do realize that I'm coming home to myself. Um, One thing, a little asterisk that I want to put here is that when we talk or when I talk about self-evolution, I'm not talking about you changing into a different person. I'm talking about you coming home to yourself. Like I said before, you're not the same person that you were when you were five, but what were the passions of five-year-old you? What brought light into you when you were a child? What were the things that you held on to as a child that now you've lost after so many years? When I was a child, I was, um, I was very, very kind. I was very empathetic. I would cry when I saw somebody else crying. Um, I remember when I was, I feel like I've told this, maybe I've told this story before, but, um, when I was younger, my mom would give me, um, lunch money and sometimes she would give me a little extra because she knew that if somebody came to me and said, I don't have any lunch today, she knew that that person would get their food. She knew that it would be, yeah, this person didn't have lunch and this person didn't have money for a snack and this person didn't blah, blah, blah. Um, and she understood that that was a part of me and it's not that I lost those qualities as I started growing up it's that I was this for some time things not some some not great things started happening to me back to back and um it sort of solidified my heart in a sense um I started to see that people may actually have bad intentions I always try to see the good in people and I still do try to see the good in people now i'm really starting to take people at face value whatever you show me i'm not going to go into your brain and figure out what you actually mean whatever you show me is what you want me to see and if you show me or you tell me that you're an asshole i'm going to believe you simply before it would be a whole different thing but because of that hardening of my heart i guess I I started to basically curl let me uh, curl in on myself, fold in on myself, whatever you want to call it. I was just in my head all the time and I wasn't being conscious of the needs of the people around me anymore. And I think maybe it was this year that I realized that I needed to get reconnected with my heart and this podcast is a part of that project of me because my passion when I was a kid my mom asked me she was like 
what do you want to be when you grow up and ever since i was a kid it was always i want to be a doctor and of course my parents were very excited about that because their child being a doctor amazing um they black parents i mean any parent would love their child to be a doctor but anyway um ethnic parents tend to care a lot more about what job you know those parents that are like you have to be a doctor an engineer like a lawyer whatever whatever those are the kind of jobs that they yeah that's what that's that's the kind of vibe my parents gave and so they loved that i said i wanted to be a doctor um and my mom asked me why and i said because i want to help people and for years i told people i wanted to be a doctor for years like literally um my mind didn't change until it's actually really funny um until i um was in high school i saw that we had to do like a careers class um and it's supposed to get you kind of you know in tune with the career world to kind of choose what um what you want to pursue after high school you want to go college gap year whatever um and i saw that psychologist was one of the job um like the suggested careers for me and i looked at it and i was like hmm that's really interesting and i kind of like pushed it to the back of my brain and um it was kind of like you know you have a little like thumbtack in a thought but you're like I don't really know but I'm not really like it's just in the back of your head all the time and you don't know why yeah because I had this fear of um killing a person as a doctor I mean obviously I would be trained for many 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 years and I (laughs) I know that um, malpractice shouldn't be the first thing that I'm worried about but that fear really stood out to me because I'm like if I want this job, I shouldn't be scared of something like that, like a like a integral part of the actual job. So I went back to my psychology thought, and um, I realized I was like, I give people advice all the time, and I feel like I'm good at it and I like to help people and around me there are so many people really suffering with their mental health black people in particular and their parents their community don't acknowledge it I want to be in a space like that to be able to say hey I look like you and because realistically the mental health field is full of white people um and to be able to connect with a little a little black child to say hey my mom was exactly like that here are some strategies you can use because sometimes when there's a cultural barrier between a mental health professional and their patient it can be really hard for them to really give them advice that really does work for their situation (coughs) excuse me and I was like okay 
psychology it is and it was it was sort of like a moment I think I was home alone and it was just a moment of okay like this this is what I what I think I want to do um, and then when I told my parents they were very much like why is that the choice I thought you wanted to be a doctor and my dad wanted me to be a lawyer because he wanted to be a lawyer and he never he never did become a lawyer <laughs> so um, he's trying to live his dream through me and I was like I don't really which was really interesting because I didn't really necessarily um, speak openly to my parents yet like really about my feelings but I was sort of like I'm not gonna go into a job I don't like just because of the money or just because of the status I don't care if I'm making five dollars I believe this will make me happy and this is what I want to do and they're like okay cool they're like as long as it's not an artist like and of course art is a very viable career obviously um but parents have very um interesting views on quote unquote divergent careers like art careers they always think that you're not going to be able to make it but anyway the point is um i guess <clears throat> me allowing myself to move away from a thought that I'd had for so many years um, that people like I could have just said oh I'm just gonna um, apply to be in a biology program and then do my masters and then go to med school whatever whatever that that field and that um, path looks like um, I was like okay now that's not for me um, but anyway, that was a very large tangent. But back to what I was saying, um, this year with all these things that have changed with me, um, I find that my mom, she, she'll say things like, you always blah, 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 and you never change, you blah, blah, blah. And I see within myself, she doesn't, she doesn't know, like, it's so frustrating for her to say those things when I've been working on them and I see a change in myself, but she's not able to see it because she's just not looking. And just because she's not looking doesn't mean that it's not there. And I really had to realize that because a lot of people struggle with, um, their friends or family saying oh you've changed or even um the the physical like okay so internal change is always reflected by external change so when there's a shift on the inside it will show on the outside for sure and for me it was um when i started really getting into spirituality um it was sort of like kind of dipping a toe in and then a foot in and then my whole body submerged sort of thing and then it was like first I got a journal and then I got gifted like a crystal and then I got a tarot deck and then I started meditating and then I did this and then I did that and blah 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 and whatever and then after that it became more of like okay 
and now my music change my music taste is starting to shift now i'm listening to things that before i wasn't really like the biggest fan of music that felt like noise to me i really do connect with my music and i really do believe that if i'm listening to a song it has to have substance it has because people don't realize like your music is it's a vibration the frequency um it's connecting with your vibration it is trans it is transmitting things to you um these these people are telling you messages it's up in your ear you're hearing it it's very personal so for me my music taste i'm not saying that i only listen to highly spiritual music but um, i realize that if i don't connect with a song i don't necessarily really listen to it like now my music taste is very um i listen to like a lot of like jenny Aiko, frank ocean daniel caesar SZA. like it's very much um i guess like r&b um a lot of alternative artists too because i feel like it's just the authenticity of the art is what gets me when i can feel the passion in it when i can feel the message when i connect to it because a lot of um the songs that i call quote unquote noise they give like a it's sort of like very surface level i can't listen to surface level shit i'm always around surface level people i can't do it the music i'm listening to has to be something that it's it's sending a message to me i also started listening to like podcasts and i started really trying to tap into my art and reading a lot more on um growing spiritually and looking for texts that talk about um growth not necessarily to follow them but just to have the insight just to say this is how somebody else has done it and this is how somebody else has done it what am i going to do am i going to pull from them am i not going to pull from them am i going to go in search of another thing am i going to create my own thing whatever it is um i was just trying to find things that i was connected with not that reading was a new thing I've always loved to read but before it was more fiction because I was looking to escape and now I guess I'm looking to transcend <laughs> that's so funny I'm looking to elevate my consciousness so I'm searching out things that help me with that journey essentially um, and with my mom telling me that I haven't changed it like I look around um, even with my hair, for people that don't know, never seen a picture of me, um, I do have locks. Um, I've had them for almost a year. Okay, not almost a year. It's been like nine months. Um, but even the choice to have locks was a big thing about um, learning about myself because that is a commitment in itself. And I was very much a girly. I would have my, okay, let's do something straight. Cool, I'm gonna do some braids during COVID. I started doing my own hair. So 
I could just do my hair all the time, no issue. But then choosing to be natural as a girl that has grown up with um, my mom used to do my hair um, with a hairstylist at my disposal. Um, my hair was always done. Um, but having just the locks, because I felt like I was disconnected from myself. I felt like I didn't know how to care for my own hair. I was, I felt like I wasn't nourishing my hair. I feel like black hair is such, it's such, I don't even, I don't even have the word. It's one of those things that really should be honored. And I'm so tired of black women covering up their hair all the time. It's like we're ashamed of our curls. And I wanted, and of course, um, women can do whatever they want. Um, they can put on whatever hairstyle they want whenever they want. People use their hair to express themselves, of course. But I mean, it's just the fact that a lot of women have been shamed for their hair because, oh, I go into a white space and it's, oh, why don't you straighten your hair? Um, a lot of women really, black women really, really, really struggle with that connection to not seeing their beauty because of the white spaces they grow up in. But that is a different topic for a different time. Um, but yeah, connecting with my hair and realizing that even if I don't have, you know, a 613 bust down, even if I don't have braids touching the ground, I can look at myself and say, hey self, you're looking good today you're looking good today yeah um yeah yeah making decisions when you begin to make decisions without fear and you begin to make do things that you want to do regardless of what you think the people will say because for me i really i've wanted to get locks for so long um, or with um, my nose piercing, I've wanted to pierce my nose for so, 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 so long. And I've put it off because I was scared of what my parents would say. Putting off decisions because I'm scared of somebody else's opinion of me. And yeah, parent-child relations are different than friend relations, obviously. But I just mean... Obviously, after I'm 18 and I'm, I can make like you know I don't need a parent signature for anything um but I just mean realizing that my choices are valid regardless of what anybody else has to say like people oh my god it because my hair I, I you know what my hair has been growing a lot in the past few months and uh, my mom was asking me, oh, aren't you going to do your hair before you go to Jamaica? I was like, I'm going to retwist my hair. That is it. I'm not doing anything else to my hair, really, because this is my hair. This is what it looks like. And people in Jamaica were like, oh, why don't you... Um, this is when I went to Jamaica um, in August. But anyway, they were like, oh, why don't you... Um, why didn't you do your hair before you came? I was like, excuse me my hair is done this is my hair what do you mean do it 
I have locks. They're like, oh, like you, you don't know how to just look. Like I, I'm so confused. Or people saying, oh, your hair is gonna be so pretty when when it's long. I'm like, no, my hair is pretty now. It is a journey. That is one thing that um, I've realized about society is that people love to think about the end of the journey. We all do it. Every human does it. We think of the end of the journey without thinking about how to get there. And for me, with my locks, I had to start with, okay, this is the beginning. And if I want to get to the stage of long flowing um, locks, I'm going to have to start with the shorter starter locks. So it's just the idea of maybe this is our our third point. Are we at three? I think so. Um, our third point. Um, I guess this kind of links with uh, don't doubt yourself, but trust your decisions. Trust yourself. Know that the desires of your heart unless they harm you or the people around you as long as they don't do that um trust them because like i said if one direction brings you to a dead end you you move back you recollect you recollect you figure out what you're doing and then you move into another direction yeah yeah just remember that nobody else is allowed to judge your your level of change don't allow anybody else to judge you or guilt you into anything don't allow anybody to shame you about your past um situations relationships are going to change as you change people are going to not want to be friends with you anymore um Maybe if you had a bunch of party, let's say I had a bunch of party friends and then I stopped going to parties, they're probably not going to want to be friends with me if they're only my quote unquote party friends. Or if I had drinking friends and I stopped drinking, maybe they wouldn't want to be friends with me anymore because I don't drink. Or let's say that you have a friend and um, you guys do a specific type of thing together um, and then now you no longer do that thing. Now you guys don't really have a shared interest, maybe. Um, a lot of people that um, do, like, let's say that you smoke, not cigarettes, um, weed. Let's say that you, you're, you have your smoking group of friends and you stop smoking, but you guys only get together and smoke. There's no relationship outside of that. If you stop, then that friendship is slowly gonna wither out unless you guys have a solid base. So you need to remember that as dynamics change, it is okay for you to shift. It's okay for you to stop liking things, to start liking things. It's okay for you to forget about something for a long time and then come back to it, whatever. It's okay. It's your life. You can do whatever you please, whatever you need to do. Um, remember that there is really there's never a reason for you to judge yourself there's never a reason for you 
to doubt yourself and your change or your transformation or whatever you're going through um trust that it is for your best and highest good surrender i I feel like every episode i talk about surrendering but that is that yielding that surrendering is what shifted my perspective on things and i still have trouble with surrendering something sometimes you hold on to things really tightly when you hold on to things really tightly the universe is like hey babe why are you holding on to that so tightly we don't want you to have it anymore and then it will rip you guys apart in order for you to realize that the only thing that you have needed is yourself for me that ripping apart taught me that my boundaries are so important um it taught me that my self-worth what i deserve i kept hearing people for so many years say you didn't deserve that people that hurt me and then turn around and tell me that i didn't deserve it and they did that thing to me and for years i would let that happen and the universe was like we are literally showing you that you don't deserve this we have people literally saying the words to you i realized that i thought that i i was punishing myself for so many years i did think that i deserved it in some weird way um there's a quote from um the perks of being a wallflower if you like books you can read the book um i personally have seen the movie many 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 times and i love that movie it is very sad but um in the movie emma watson says oh it's not even emma watson um Oh my god oh my god oh my god what is his name he is a handsome man anyway he's a handsome man and he's a teacher and he says we accept the love we think we deserve we accept what we think we deserve if you are accepting bullshit that means that you think that you deserve that bullshit you're sending that out into the universe that you deserve it and you do not you do not you deserve the world regardless of your view of yourself you deserve the absolute best and until you realize that things that aren't aligned with your best are going to keep causing you grief because you haven't said hey i don't deserve this and i'm going to make the active choice to step away from the situation once you start to move away from things that don't deserve you even if you don't have a next step a lot of people stay in things that are bad for them for comfort even if you are have to be alone for a little bit just watch when you're alone the universe will teach you so much about yourself and about what you deserve and it'll keep teaching you and you'll keep learning until you know your worth and as soon as you figure out your worth you'll see everything falls into place but yeah that's all i have for you guys today um this one is a little bit of um a longer episode i would say but thank you all for listening as usual i love you guys so 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 much um we are going to be 
doing some elevation we're going to be elevating this season three i'm so excited for what is to come um in this podcast and all the things that i'm going to share with you guys um i love you guys so 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 much um and i'll see you in season three bye